You're listening to the Vance Pittman Leadership Podcast. This is a conversation all about leadership, vision, and joining in God's activity wherever you are. You can follow along with today's episode using the show notes at hopechurchonline.com slash podcast or on your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for tuning in today. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Vance Pittman Leadership Podcast. We hope you are doing well. It is officially September. Uh, There's still a lot of stuff going on in our world, um, but it's hard to believe that this is September of 2020. Uh, If you're checking out this podcast, maybe you stumbled on it, maybe you saw it on social media. Uh, We have a bunch of podcasts before that we would love for you to check out. Um, Yeah, just talking about leadership wherever God has you leading. Uh, And so I'm going to get right into it. We have a really, really, really exciting episode today. But before I talk about that, uh, I'm sitting down here in the office with with Pastor Bishop Mentor. Vance, Vance Pittman. How you doing, Vance? I'm doing really good, Scott. Doing really good. Really excited about uh, today's podcast because we're getting to host one of my very, very good friends um, and, and just hear some insights from him. But no, like you said, it's September. Uh, things are still up in the air. Uh, we're still waiting to hear all of the final decisions concerning football this fall, which I know is major for all of us that are listening to this. American football. Because, <laughs> because of what we're wading into today, this is important exactly. distinction. <laughs> American football, yeah, because uh, today we've got uh, a great friend of mine uh, who pastors a church in Queretaro down in Mexico, and we've become just like brothers in the Lord. I think we actually officially first met on Instagram uh, because uh, he had some friends that I had worse friends of, and they kind of told him about me. He started following me on Instagram, and the first thing I knew about him was he became a massive Golden Knights fan, Let's Vegas go. hockey, because of my passion for the Golden Knights. He became a hockey fan, became a great friend. Uh, like I said, pastors there in Queretaro, uh, in Mexico, just north of Mexico City, um, his name is Kike Torres. Kike, it is an honor to have you here with us today, man. Welcome to the podcast. Man, this is a dream come true. Just to <laughs> be with you guys. I, I have a follower. I'm, I have a follow on the podcast since, I don't know, chapter, episode, wherever. But I, I, I finally see the face of your biggest fan, that is Scott, that he sells you like, <laughs> like, like you're like the MVP of the MVPs. So uh, I'm, I'm honored and happy to be here with you guys and to share this time with you guys. I, I love you and, you know, your family, friends and family here from Horizonte, Querétaro. That's awesome. Well, Kike Pastor is an incredible church there, uh, Horizonte there in Querétaro. It's a phenomenal fellowship that I've just loved getting to know about. Uh, they have the same spirit and heart of, of us here at Hope. And Kiki, you can tell us a little about it in just a moment, but the church he planted there, uh, and it's now planting churches, and God's using it in a great way. Um, so, Kiki, why don't you begin by just telling us a little bit about yourself. Tell us who you are, your family, uh, the story of the church there. Yeah, uh, I'm a – you know how it is. I'm a Mexican guy. You know, you know this will be fun because – uh, the, the people who teach me English is Nacho Libre, Sofia Vergara, and, <laughs> and this, this, this is my, my mentors on the English speaking. So, so I, I have 38 years old. I, I'm a pastor here. I'm, I'm married to Paulina. I, I met my wife in San Diego. She's a Mexican. Actually, the, the pastor who introduced us uh, 
she told she told me he told me hey, I I want to introduce to you a friend of mine that she's Mexican but looks like American, and I met her in a midweek service. Uh, I gave her a ring ten weeks after that, and eleven months after we get married in 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 Cuernavaca in a city that we used to live, uh, and we have a miracle kid that is called Christian. Uh, he's uh, eight year old. A half, he said, and yeah, I pastor here in uh, in Querétaro, uh, this this church called Horizonte. That uh, a missionary from the from California seven years ago. He, he to to Ensenada. So after some crisis and pastor. Uh, ten, ten years ago, he invited me to to come as a as an intern pastor, and I'm doing that uh, since then. So yeah, that uh, I I I grew up as a Christian kid. You know, uh, I I knew about God from from uh, it's Awana. You know, in, in English is the same. Yep, Awana, Awana ministry. This kids ministry kind yep. of yeah Awana. So. Through Awana, in, 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 uh, I, I knew about Christianity. Uh, my family become Christian, uh, but I actually I I grew up in the religion, knowing about Christ, but I really know him as a savior and redeemer. Uh, Eighteen, eight, no, sixteen years ago, uh, and four years after that, God called me to ministry, and I have been been doing pastoral ministry for almost ten years. In February, two thousand eleven. Uh, 2021 will be 10 years as a pastor. Wow. So you said, uh, we lost a little bit of that, but you said that a missionary actually planted the church and then you became the pastor of the church about 10 years ago. Is that correct? Yeah. Actually, he, he has a heart for Mexico. He came and just tried to plant a church in, in Mexico City. Doesn't work well. Came to Querétaro, planned this church, but only for three years. But he's a visionary. He, he get part of the land that we are right now and then was like a cornfield outside the city. Now we are eight minutes from downtown. Uh, and because of some health situation, he need to move to Ensenada. And the church has like going by God's grace to for to many pastors. Actually, I, I, I beat the record of being the pastor that has been most time in this church. That was around six, seven years. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going for my 10 year uh, this next February. So he, yeah, and now as 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 we know, we we plant and we have a heart for for church planting. We uh, I, I have this idea of uh, the missionary uh, concept that we have that a guy going alone to do some stuff. I think it's it's more healthy to send a team and and like really really as a church invest in another church planting. So we have planned what uh, we have now six churches that we take care of. Uh, in different cities, in, in, in Tabasco, in TJ, in uh, Mexico City. Uh, and, and yeah, that has been uh, a thing that God gave us uh, to the kingdom. It, that, and, and Kike, it's that heart for, for kingdom expansion. It's one of the things that you know, really knit us together early on. I just loved your passion and your vision. Uh, when you went to the church there at Horizonte, what what was the ch- what size was the church when you went, and what size is the church now? The church was in a good Sunday, you know, kind of Christmas Passover uh, Sunday, hundred and forty people uh, in two services that has 
the first service at 10 a.m. with eight old ladies <laughs> and the second service uh, with more people. Uh, and by God's grace, uh, now we are like around 1,800 maybe with wow. a plus 300, 400 kids in our kids' ministry. So it's crazy. We, we, are, we are like God's grace in 3D because if you realize like the, the lead pastor is a 38-year-old like average guy. And like if you see the, the lineup on the roster, like that doesn't make sense like what God is doing here. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad just to see God moving. Amen. And I asked that question, Kike, because I, Amen. Well, and I know your heart because you, you're not going to get on here and talk about numbers and that kind of thing. But a, a lot of times, well, most probably of our listeners are leaders in the American church here and the American context. And so they hear about a guy that's pastoring a church that was planted by a missionary in Mexico. And they're thinking about, you know, a little church that's meeting outside somewhere. Uh, and they don't realize, that, man, you're pastoring a church that in America would be considered a mega church, running over 2,000 people, multiplied six times. Um, still investing in all of those works, raising up those leaders, seeing a movement of God happen there in central Mexico. And it's an awesome opportunity for us to have you on today. And I look forward for our listeners to getting to hear uh, some of your insights. So, Scott, I know you got some questions we want to jump into, so you go ahead and start. So, yeah, with. before we continue, as you can obviously tell, we are uh, we are not in on location in central Mexico today, Vance. <laughs> uh, we are in Las Vegas, and Kike is there at his church in Mexico. And so um, I told Kike he has the, the record of being the longest pastor at his church. He also has the record of being the first virtual guest on the Vance Pittman Leadership Podcast. So um, there may be some some different sounds that you're not used to on the Vance Pimble Leadership Podcast, that is because we are doing this through our all-beloved Zoom. Everyone who is listening to this loves Zoom, and so we are recording this via Zoom with Pastor Kike, and so there may be some some delays and stuff he says, but I uh, just want to get that out of the way before we continue, but we're really excited about just to ask him some questions about leadership, and, uh, and Vance, I'll kind of let you tee off the first one, um, just kind of talking specifically about what we're going through as a, as a, as a world right now and kind of how Kike is dealing with that. Yeah, obviously, uh, one of the things we're all facing as leaders right now, and all of our listeners that are in leadership are facing, is the transition and the, the difficulty of the COVID-19 pandemic. How, how has that affected you there in your church, in your city, and in the, the country of Mexico? How, how are you handling and dealing with, with all the change with COVID? Uh, it, it's, it has been a challenge, actually. I, I, I listened to a podcast that you did on, on how to lead with um, limited budgeting, and I know that you guys are like doing some great stuff helping us and and for me it's kind of frustrating i love it but it's frustrating because it's like if i knew this before i will save a lot of pain and a lot of suffering but yeah it, it's it for me as a pastor i it's kind of new normally that we are having people between 12 and 60 years old so we have Tons of people, like 60 up, that they cannot come to a church. They're, they're crying, like looking forward to come. They are, are like, uh, so, so we are uh, we're working just to thinking outside the box. How to do church with the church, not coming to church. So uh, what, what the most challenging things that we have is like, I think that this season is exposing uh, the people that has a relationship with the building, mm -hmm. but not with the king. Uh, because a lot of people that used to come and 
consider their Christianity just to come to, to a building, to listen, to worship, to listen to a guy. Now they're feeling alone. They're like getting depressed, getting inside the troubles. So this is for me one of these Matthew 7 season of storms and, and, and winds that are hitting so many lives to show where they are building up their lives. So uh, I, I think that, that that's a problem. We have now this tension about some people in the government trying to get us close again, but they have the Catholic churches open as no problem. And they, they are like trying to close up, close down uh, up, uh, now like get us shut down again. So we are, you know, doing the, the permissions, the paper, the, in, in Mexico, as I talked to Scott, we have a PhD on a, a stupid bureaucracy. So we have to do so many stuff to, to, to allow the people to come to the church that we think that it's a, an essential. So yeah, I, I know you, you, you talk to, uh, we talk to each other about that in Las Vegas too, but yeah, it has been tough. And, and it's, I think as a counselor that I am to, uh, the problem with this season is that it doesn't have an expiration date. So if you can have like, okay, this will be for a month. Okay, I can, I can do a month. But now this is, this look like it will be to whole 2020 and, and some churches, they are like aware that they will be again together 2021 maybe. Mm. So that's, that doesn't help in a crisis management. So yeah, that's kind of where we are right now on the, on that situation. Yeah, that's really good. Kiki. I've said oftentimes when people ask me the question about what makes this different than other seasons that you've led through, it's two things. It's what you just said. There's no end date on this. It's not like we know when this is going to be over. And then secondly, in a lot of the challenges that I've walked through in leadership, I've always known what was the right thing to do. Now, it didn't mean the right thing to do was easy. It just meant I knew what it was. And so chips fall where they may. I knew what the right decision was, and so we made it. And whatever the consequence of that was, it was. In this situation, like you just articulated, Knowing the right thing to do is so challenging. It's not like there's a chapter and verse you can go to that says this is the date you're supposed to open the church and this is how you're supposed to open the church and this is what you're supposed to do. So that's been a real challenging complexity for me in the midst of this, and I appreciate your transparency in sharing that. So moving on, Pastor Kike, we live in Las Vegas, and people have a lot of stereotypes about Las Vegas. Um, I thought it'd be fun. This is, again, you're our first virtual a guest you're our first international guest uh what is something vance kind of mentioned it like people think you're kind of meeting out in the country in a little church but what is something else that like you know most people listening to this podcast are probably thinking about where you do ministry and where you minister a lot of times people think like we live on the strip because we live in las vegas what's what's kind of one of those for you just to kind of get a get a kind of a bird's eye view for our listeners to kind of know who they're talking to what, what's something you can demystify about mexico Man, for me, that's just super funny because every time I go to the States, it, for me, like, they imagine, like, like me is an, in a little chapel. Made by, <laughs> Nacho Libre, basically. <laughs> like, Nacho Libre. Like, yeah. Nacho Libre is my worship leader. Um, and, I, and I have this kind of, uh, so many funny, actually, I, 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 I won't say names, but there are hope. There's a, a good friend right now that asked me, like, hey, do you have social media? And I was <laughs> like, no, <"Yeah>, kind of. <laughs> So for me, it's super fun because yeah, we, we're, we're actually for me, it's it's Mexico. It's a, the most important country in Latin America. Actually, a lot of the artists, singers, and actors come to Mexico because it, it's like the New York of Latin America. If mm. you make it 
a good money here. You can do whatever you want and you can like, so in sports, we have a lot of soccer players come to Mexico to jump to Europe. So uh, yeah, and, and, and for me in Querétaro, it's a, it's a city that, uh, the other like a stereotype that they have is like, I'm, I have the Chapo as my neighbor. Uh, and I have uh, another drug dealer or another cartel uh, living wow. in the in the house in front of me. Uh, and no, like like there, there are cities uh, like like the specific cities that they are like struggling with the narco traffic and the drugs cartel and wherever. But but in Querétaro we are like the second safest city in Mexico. We are like uh, you know have good food, good places. We have beautiful beaches in the in, in Mexico. We have a great place to go. Uh, so yeah, it's it, it's funny because uh, because of the stereotype of the American half of Mexico, you know, seeing the narco series on Netflix, seeing you know, no, hearing about the Chapo Guzman. Actually, that, that that's that became a problem for me because my second last name is Guzman. So for a while, every time, like once every two times that I went to the state, they sent me to secondary or wherever. Mm -hmm. Uh, because my last name and like like dude i i have a i have the face of a narco i i know i don't have the stereotype <laughs> of a, a average pastor godly and i'm baptist from alabama but man i i i i'm coming to visit a friend or wherever so yeah that's awesome kiki and i'm a little bit hurt that you said your second last name is guzman because i thought your second last name was Pittman. <laughs> that's uh, that's my first one right now in las vegas yeah because Kike, Kike stayed at my house, and he ordered something off Amazon or some sports site or something while he was at my house, and he, it got delivered to my house, and my wife went out, and there was a package for Enrique Pittman at our front door, and I'm like, who in the world is that? And obviously, Kike had adopted our last name, but he's like family to us, so uh, we, love, uh, we love this family, and for somebody to ask if you have social media, are you kidding me? If you want an entertaining follow... Get on Instagram and follow Pastor Kike Torres, and you will you will be glad that you did. What a great follow on Instagram. Kike, hey, another question we got for you. What are two or three books that you've read that have greatly impacted your life as a leader? Uh, actually, the one that I am using, part of my DNA on mentoring is Replenish that you suggested to me, and that's, that's part of my must-read on, on the guys that I mentor and help. Actually, have right now, right now, reading that uh, uh, on on the cohort of pastor that you invite me on these uh, high impact teams. Actually, I have you, you, you know we're Mexican, so uh, the pastor that we have in TJ just get the Spanish version on the PDF that he I don't know how he get it, but he so so now we now now we can walk with our people's these uh, language books. So I I love uh, replenish for me. That's a well, it was a breakthrough. Uh, the other one is Ursus um, from Eugene Pearson uh, talking about Jeremiah. Uh, that's that's a that's a. What was what was that one more? S say that one one more running time. Running with the horses. Running with, running the, horses, with the, horses. the horses. Yeah. Uh, right now, I really enjoy and actually, my wife is reading reading about bands, the Victory in Christ, the one that you gave me. The little red yeah charles trumbull that's 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 a class uh like talking about the thing that god used you bands to really get the the you know the the program in my life on, on resting and honoring the rest and, and you know that 
uh, the rest of God on it's Mark Buchanan, I think. That's yep. that's a good one. I've really really uh, having impact my leadership style in in the last I don't know five years. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah, we uh, before before Vance popped on the call, we were talking about mistakes in leadership. And this next question, uh, Pastor Kike said, "Do you want me to put him in alphabetical order for you?" <laughs> so, but for the sake of our listeners, again, just as an encouragement, there's no leader that's perfect. We all make mistakes. We grow from our mistakes. That's how we grow. What would you say is one or two just big mistakes that you've made, and and how you've grown for those, and and why those are significant for you in your journey? Yeah, I, I think my my most my, the highlight on on my make it personal. That's a that's a, an asset, but works uh, on a, against you because I'm a I'm a passionate guy. I love the Lord. I I love the people. I'm 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 really really have a passion for His kingdom. But so that's that's. That, that need to be personal for you, but uh, for example, now Vance aware about a situation that we have this year that we lost two key members of the team. And, and for me, this idea of I'm struggling with this on I invest so many time on these people, or I help them, or I and and God really speak to my life on this. Uh, you didn't, you didn't invest anything, you didn't send anything, you didn't, you didn't like help. It was me on you helping them. Mm. If, if Galatians 2.20 is true for you, Kike is not living anymore. Christ is on Kike living and pastoring and leadership or wherever. So, so make it personal. It's a mistake when, when you are as Christ, you know, uh, because uh, you, you will have people that go, like don't treat you well, wherever, uh, but it, it's good for my soul to remember that I have been that for him. So, uh, like, like seeing yourself not as, a, you know, the star of the movie or the MVP, but just a player on his lineup and that he can decide to move wherever or use whatever. That's really a, a help. But, yeah, make it personal. Uh, brings a lot of suffering. And bitterness, and uh, and that's according to Hebrews, uh, bitterness like get between you and the grace of God. So you don't you don't want to be a disgraced pastor. Uh, so that's a thing that, I, that it's it's helping me for for right now. Uh, another is like to be on this go 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 schedule. Uh, you know this kind of I'm unstoppable, uh, and and uh, this is a need that I need to be on right now of that's 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 sick that's that's not healthy uh I, I don't know if i'm getting older but I, I i'm really enjoying the art of doing nothing um i'm really pastoring my team on this kind of hey let's go out have lunch not talking about ministry just talking about his history on uh, in our life and just so so that's that's a true uh, that i not intentionally uh, develop a culture on productivity, not on intimacy, and uh, and I suffer from that. Uh, uh, on this, we have our leaders meeting to get problems solved, and God teach me on Psalm sixty three about my calling is not to solve, is to trust. Hmm. 
So, uh, uh, so yeah, that's 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 a I mean, I said personality type or whatever. That uh, just they, Danny Akin told me that like, hey, uh, your your main calling is to please God. Mm. You cannot please everyone, so why try? Mm. So being focused on that, you 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 are you are not the rock star that some people have you uh, on their side. And you're not the antichrist that other people <laughs> yeah. have. So, so yeah, that's that's a that's a thing that. But yeah, the, on the on intimacy before before productivity uh, that uh, that I I'm new and developing this culture on the because you know what's sad that a lot of staff staff members had this idea of me that I'm kind of this to-do guy, to-do list guy. Uh, and when they really met me, it's like, hey, you're not like that. Like, you're cool to hang out and like, uh, but because of this kind of culture that we develop on this, do, do, you know, events and events and events and, and God gave us grace. So we have, we host kids events, we host men's events, we host counseling events. So uh, yeah, that's a thing that this year on, on COVID season uh, gave me like a uh, really needed pause to to really to really decide uh, okay which actions are like really essential and that's a thing that God uh, are telling me this year like I, I'm gonna sh show you who's essential and it's it's me on you so so uh, and, and that's that the troll like if okay Christ is sufficient for you or is Christ plus the team or Christ plus the influence or Christ plus the wherever so yeah and, and it's good to just write like you're like you have been with me when i did didn't do anything for you uh when i was your enemy you love me so so yeah that's that's the thing that i uh, i i help our guys to not go into this kind of uh mentality mm, that's fantastic kk one 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 last question here if you could go back i know you you're like me you've been in ministry for a number of years now but if you could go back to 20-year-old Kike and talk to yourself about preparing to lead, what would you say to yourself back then to help you be a better leader today? Hmm. Actually, that's a – I, I want to be like you, but I'm not like you. That's, that, you're too kind to, to tell that I'm, you're, you're like me, but <laughs> – <laughs> uh, you, know, you know how it is. For, for, actually, I, I posted – days ago when 20 years ago i was 18 so i was like lost totally lost so but one leadership key that i that i i have for my mom and i just remember that two days ago is like i i i was in a way to become a professional soccer player so uh i, I have i were in a you know under the division on the pros and i have a coach that he hates me he uh, he gave me like no minutes to play when he gave minutes gave me minutes i i did my best and was never enough so i was like coming to my house complaining to my mom like hey um this guy he did this this won't work wherever and he told me he, my mom he, she's a she's a tough lady she's not a loving caring she's a tough lady so so i was expecting some just you know this kind of mom understanding but that's not my mom so my mom told me like okay learn the lesson son because once you will be on leadership and you 
want you won't want to be like this to the people that you live. So uh, so on, on leadership for me on that season and now in Christ, uh, if I can have the Kike on his A teams, uh, I will I will say that hey, have fun. You're not that important. Just trust in the Lord. Mm. Uh, fix your eyes on Him, and He will do the rest. Mm. Uh, I, I I love this episode I have I have here. Look, uh, and and I posted right like I have this Millennial Falcon, uh, and I love it because for me it's a, a good remind, reminder of. You know, I know it's, it's in English, the movie, but we have it in Spanish. But it's called, it's the, the fastest piece of garbage on the galaxy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, For those of you that are listening, Kike is, Kike, we're, we're actually looking at each other on a Zoom call. He just showed us a model in his, in his office of the Millennium Falcon from the Star Wars movies. And he says, you say it's the fastest piece of garbage in the universe, right? So, so for, for, for me, it's, it's a remember of me, like, like I'm a piece of garbage. The only thing that make value is the guy who ro- is running it. So, oh, so for me, it's like, hey, Kike, you're you're a piece of garbage. You you need just to make sure that Christ is the hand soul of your life. Because if not, you're you're a piece of trash in the in the kingdom of wherever. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, for me, and, and knowing that the thing that you are teaching me right and this season of, of my life that I really thankful of uh, because of that on 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 the importance of of the real life christianity on the on, on honoring the resting on the lord um loving my wife loving my kids for me that's i have been like you know walking that lesson but now with your input and your investing in my life uh, yeah that's that's that has become our main topic on me right now actually i'm i'm with my wife on this um because you know the pastor wife for me there, there are two callings that are the most dangerous callings in the kingdom of God. Being a missionary in the, you know, kind of Iran or these kind of places and being a pastor's wife. Yeah. I, I think being a pastor's wife, <laughs> it's tough, man. So, so I, I have really compassion for my wife and I, on this rolling, we know how it is. We, we bring a lot of the war that we have to home so she's suffering a lot of this kind of mean strolling with the lord and that but knowing that that's my first ship that's my fur my first like really the the most important ship that i have is not horizontes people it's paulina is my wife mm-hmm. and that's that's the evidence if i'm a good pastor not hundred people that it's it's if my, if my first follower uh, are struggling with me and are seeing some deficiencies or whatever. That's a thing that I need to consider, and I'm I'm working on that uh, because for me, I, I have I have I have seen a lot of talented guys, guys with influence, with big churches, losing all. Uh, and for so for me, is uh, a, a guy who was trained with John Piper told me that like uh, if the it's it's a lot of your intimacy thing that you have. He said uh, the 80-20 law, like the 80% of the intim- like the private time support the, the 20% of the public time. Mm. Is If that's like the other way around, uh, you will be broken because the, the public part of you cannot sustain 
uh, who you are. Uh, so, so for me, I have, I have this, this fear of the Lord of being liked by many, but not like for the people with the people that I live with. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm kind of really, really consider that on, on being real. I, 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 I have on my kid. A lot of people ask me like, hey, where's your, you know, your devotional time or whatever. And I said, look, I, I don't have a devotional time with my family because I prefer to have a devotional life that, that we talk about scripture in, in, in the car on, on where we are talking together or when we're playing and, and or seeing a movie so for me for me it's, it's, it's like that uh, i see so many pastors kids uh running away from the faith uh like because they see this disconnect on the public persona on the private persona so i i want just to be uh, a guy that my wife can see christ on my life so yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Kike, I want to say one last thing, and then I know Scott may have something to add, but uh, thanks a ton for your time today. But before we before we let you go, I know there's a lot of my pastor friends in America, like myself, that pastor in a context where we have more and more Spanish-speaking peoples that live in our context, and we're always looking for solid resources that we can use in discipling and reaching them. And and I know that you've written a few things, but one of them just published a brand new book that just came out. It's available on Amazon. I have my copy uh, now. It's a great resource for Spanish-speaking peoples. Kike, tell us about that book that just came out. Yeah, I, actually, uh, Harper, Harper, uh, like, looked for me a month ago, like, because I have this on, on counseling, helping people with, with PTSD in America. I, I, I talk about that, like the PTSD on the States is different to Latin America PTSD because, because in PTSD in the States, you help people with, that went to war, and they, they went to Iraq or wherever. Uh, but in Mexico, people that was kidnapped or was between a cartel war or shooting, whatever. So they, they look for me, uh, ask me to write about how to help those, uh, you know, Latin America and citing Latin America. Yeah, I will do that, but but you need to let me launch this book first. These seven things that I need to work on before I do any specific problem. They need to know the gospel, know God, know how to 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 pray, to to read their their Bibles, to uh, knowing about this spiritual warfare that we have. So they are they they allow me to do that, and this is a. This is the book on uh, a new life or una nueva vida uh, from Christ on the Cristo en adelante. That uh, it's like seven weeks of practical steps from a Latin American perspective. Because the, the thing is, for example, it's different to do counseling in, this, in, in the States and in Mexico. For example, in, in the States, if you do marriage counseling and the, and the wife cry, you call the authorities because this is, this is. But in Mexico, if you have a marriage couple on counseling and the wife didn't cry that's dangerous because <laughs> because we have drama we have sub operas we have so so it, that, that that's a different in the context of helping people so yeah uh, the idea is uh, from from loving people to latin people how to talk our language and connect what god said with what god is doing in their life so that that's the, that's the thesis of the book and uh, I hope that's blessed the Hispanic community there too. That's awesome, man. We will definitely put that in the show notes. And 
Uh, Pastor Kike, man, we just want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast today. This has been great, and we appreciate your time and just the words you shared, man. They're going to be an encouragement to leaders all over the world. Man, I'm a big fan of you. You know, uh, I, 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 love, I love the podcast. I'm, I actually, uh, I posted and I recommend it. Shamely, not, not, to, not many Mexicans speak the, the language. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for, for the opportunity, for the, for the, for the invitation, for the, for the friendship, for, the, like, just being this kind of church that has the kingdom in mind. And, and, and I love this because in the season of division and, you know, rush, racial issues, for me, I, that I have with Vance, uh, for this friendship to show the world that you can have different languages, different countries, but you have one heart. And, and that's, that's Christ reigning in our hearts. And that's uh, make us yeah, united. So thanks for the time. Thanks for helping leaders that, that are alone. Because that's a thing that I have in Mexico. That's, that's why I, I, I look for bands. Like, hey, there's a lot of pastors that are alone. I know a lot of them are listening uh, to your podcast and consider you guys like this big brother. So, uh, so, so I, I pray for you guys and that God uh, keep using you for, for equipping and courage and really bring hope to many leaders. So Amen. Keep, keep, keep going. Bless you. Love you, Kike. Awesome. You're a blessing, man. So make sure you subscribe, like, go buy Kike's book, and we will catch you next month in October of 2020 for the Vance Pittman Leadership Podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Vance Pittman Leadership Podcast. You can find all the show notes on your favorite podcasting app or at hopechurchonline.com slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. We will be releasing a new episode on the first Monday of every month to help you and your teams lead like never before.